I left my failing business that resulted in thousands of dollars of debt and almost killed my passion for entrepreneurship to set out on a journey to build a business I could enjoy doing the rest of my life. I went all in to learn a new skill and found myself in the world of funnel marketing. Now I get to talk to entrepreneurs who are creating mass movements and empowering others. I don't know how I'll do it yet, but I know I want to join them. Follow me on my journey as I speak with top entrepreneurs to learn the strategies they are using to build their movements and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Susan Leonardson, and this is Amplify Your Impact. Hey everyone, on this episode, I have Chantelle Girardi. Chantelle is an expert in social media marketing and she is an award-winning Facebook strategist who empowers business owners with the skills and strategy to grow their business using organic Facebook. Facebook saved her business. She went from being a broke business owner in a new country with three kids under five years old to now having an abundant business using organic Facebook. And she now empowers business owners who have no marketing budget to create an income producing strategy using Facebook. Hey Chantel, how are you today? I'm amazing. Thank you. How are you? I am doing awesome. I'm so excited to have you on because you are kind of this little, this social media expert, but not just social media, how to actually use social media the right way to do business. And I'm really excited to get some tips out of you because I think a lot of people out there are actually not using it to its full potential and also maybe using it a little bit the wrong way. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited to have you on today. So, but first, can you give us a little bit of your background um, about how you started uh, in your business, how you became an entrepreneur? Yeah, sure, 100%. Um, uh, in South Africa, I owned a gym and everybody knew me. Um, I was also a triathlete. So again, everybody knew me and I grew up there. So everybody knew me um, and I had my own business and it was successful and it was great. And then I immigrated to, South, uh, to Australia 11 years ago. And when I immigrated here, I knew nobody. <laughs> so I did not go to school with anyone. Nobody knew, knew who I was. Um, and I arrived here in Australia on the Gold Coast with uh, two four-year-olds, a twin four-year-olds and a one-year-old. So three kids under the age of five. I had no family on the Gold Coast. And basically, um, we basically immigrated, paid our way into the country. So I had to start my business and I knew nobody, had absolutely no marketing budget um, and started to play on Facebook. <laughs> so initially started to use Facebook just to reach out, obviously, to my family in South Africa and just to stay connected. But what I learned was that Facebook was a great way to actually network and meet other people done correctly. Uh, a great way to network, meet like-minded people, connect with them, collaborate with them, grow your, your business branding and personal branding, um, and just meet people basically online so that, um, so that they can trust you and know you and like you, um, and you can become a viable option for them um, your business can become a viable option for them. So literally fell into it, um, self-taught initially. <laughs> and um, But after three years of actually working in Facebook, I, I had a fully-fledged personal training business on the Gold Coast. And I don't know if you know, but the Gold Coast has heaps of personal trainers everywhere. Um, so, um, and within five years of that, I had my own health, wellness, and fitness center. Um, and before long, I had everyone on the Gold Coast going, how on earth did you do that? You didn't know anybody. You weren't a professional athlete. You didn't, you know, and, and, and how did you do that? And I said, well, Facebook. Um, and I was talking about organic, unpaid Facebook. So no, no Facebook advertising as such. 
Um, and that's generally how I fell into my, my Facebook business. Um, and for the last three years, I've been helping business owners, um, over a hundred worldwide now, in fact, help them use Facebook to reach a wider audience, um, get their message out there um, correctly and, um, you know, help them to help more people. So how do you, um, how, what's your strategy that you used in using Facebook free of advertising, paid advertising, um, to grow your brand? Um, well, the first thing that I do when I work with somebody is first work out, um, who the actual person is that I'm working with and what is their intention? You know, how do they actually want to be seen online? Uh, that's always the first thing that I do because that's important. Everybody's got different privacy settings, different um, ways that they want to be public. Like I'm, I'm obviously a very public person. I'm happy to do that. But there are a lot of people out there that want to be in business and they don't really want to be that public. So it's about coming up with what feels authentic and genuine and comfortable to the business owner in their business and then helping them come up with a strategy on how they can best use that in their business. Um, one of the things that, you, that we were talking about earlier was um, you said, um, you know, using the platform correctly. I can tell you now that in the beginning I did not. I did lots of naughty things that um, were possibly didn't follow the etiquette. And when that happens, unfortunately, people end up stunting their business growth um, and shooting themselves in the foot. So it's about um, getting clarity on using the platform to its full capabilities and around the correct etiquette, and then uh, coming up with a strategy in their business. Um, and as I said uh, earlier as well, what happens is, is Facebook is only the vehicle. We have to get the sort of business right for Facebook first, um, if that makes sense. So yeah. people come to me and they go, right, you know, Facebook, it's not working. Facebook ads aren't working. Nothing's working. I'm going, well, hold on a sec. We've actually got to get all these foundational basics right first before, so that it's ready for Facebook and so that Facebook does work. Because if there's missing elements, people are actually, uh, you're going to miss out. People are going to scroll past you. Um, and if it's fluffy, they're just going to, uh, they're not even going to look at you. So it's about getting that message clear. So what types of things do you see people doing or maybe things that you've done in the past that is bad Facebook etiquette? Uh, yeah, well, I always compare it to dating. So excuse my comparison, but it makes the most sense um, with online dating. Um, it's the same thing. So if you meet someone on, uh, if you meet someone online and they go me, 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 me the whole time um, and they don't ask about you and they don't show any interest on you, um, well, you're not going to get that second date. Okay. Um, so, and the second thing is that if they try and, um, skip the coffee and go straight to third base, um, you're also going to miss out on long-term relate, uh, long-term solid relationship. So that to me is the best way to explain, um, that, that concept. That's a really good analogy. And, and it totally makes sense too, because that's what people do. <laughs> uh, so what, what elements you mentioned like getting, having your clients get all of these like fundamental things in place before using Facebook, what kinds of things are you talking about? Sure. Um, and we already spoke about the first thing and that is establishing, you know, who you are, how you want to be seen online. Um, and what, what your overall intention is. Um, and in that includes, you know, how much money do you actually want to make? How much time do you actually have to make that money? Those are all sort of business plan concepts that need to be established first. 
Um, the second thing is knowing who your ideal clients are intimately. Um, there's nothing worse than when somebody goes, everyone's my client. Um, and this, this ends up, what ends up happening is they end up having a fluffy online presence. And when it's fluffy, it's quite easy to be scrolled over. Um, the other thing is the unique selling point. So establishing what is the unique selling point, having a look at your competitors, and then working out how you stand out differently from them. And it's important to bring that to the forefront of your Facebooking. Um, and what I like to say is you are the biggest thing in your unique selling point. So you want to make sure that, that you are in your Facebook marketing. Uh, your personal profile on Facebook is about you, the person. But guess what? Your business is a part, what, part of what you do. And your business page is about your business. However, you are part of your business. So making sure that, they, that you are um, using a little bit on both platforms, um, which is a really good tip. Um, the other thing I like to consider is your point of difference. So again, what are you doing differently to your competitors, bringing that to the forefront so that people are inclined to use you and then having a unique value proposition. So what is your one desirable offer that you have? Um, and again, I say this because it needs to be desirable and it needs to be valuable, which means you have to know your clients, uh, which is the one we discussed previously. So establishing what your niche is, that's obviously important in that as well. People don't want to niche out. They're scared that they're going to miss out on business by doing that. But if somebody gets to your, your page and within three seconds, they're going to make a decision on whether or not they're going to look further. So within three seconds of coming to your page, your niche, your point of difference, your unique selling points needs to be forefront of mind and they, you need to get a yes from them. They need to swap right. Okay, and in order, okay. To, in order to get a yes and for them to swipe right, in three seconds, they've got to know what it is that you do. So you need to know what you do. Um, and as I said, that niche, niching out really, really does help because you end up having a stronger online presence. Um, understanding what your client's pain points are and what are the problems that you solve for them. So there's nothing worse than when you go on and you list all these things that you do, people don't really give a shit. What they really want to know is how you can solve their problems. So um, being really clear on what are their pain points and what are the problems that you solve for them. Uh, don't worry, Susan, we've got three more. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is all good stuff. I'm writing notes down as you're going. <laughs> uh, the next one is social proof. So when it comes to online, if you want to stand out online, you have to have social proof. So people don't just want to hear about you, they hear about it from you. They want to hear about it from other people as well who've had an experience with you. So making sure that you have testimonials, that you repurpose your testimonials, that you speak to your clients or show their statistics or their success stories, um, because that's going to give you, um, it's going to help you stand out above everybody else. Not only that, but it's relatable to your ideal client. Um, so the next one is credibility. So people want to know what makes you credible. Why you? Why must they choose you above everyone else? So if you've got years of experience in the industry, or if you, like me, were initially self-taught self out of pure desperation, like these are stories that they need to hear. Um, if you have years of experience in business, if you've got any qualifications, if you've won any awards, even if you just registered, um, or you've gone and you've do, you're doing online courses, or even if you're going to networking groups, it's important to show that you uh, that that you in this business are credible and that you are an expert. So you need to show those. You need to show your expertise. Um, and the last one um, is the elevator pitch. And you know, for lack of a better word, I uh, use that word because people understand it. 
and the concept is great, but basically if you were to jump into an elevator and there was a different person each time with a different problem, you would want to, in, a, in about three sentences, clearly say what it is that you do. Um, and it's important to know that because there are people on Facebook, you know, 2.6 billion people on Facebook and your ideal client is on there and they're looking for you. Um, and then when they come and they say, yep, I'm looking for this on Facebook, you need to clearly be able to define the problem that you solve and what it is that you do in a couple of sentences that immediately gets a yes out of them. Immediately gets a yes, gets them swiping right and gets them to make an inquiry. So having that, um, having those pictures ready to go, I think is vital when you when you're online. So all of these things that you just listed are these all things that you would uh, somewhere put visible on your page. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. So when it comes to creating content on your Facebook page, you want to make sure that you tick all those boxes. So today you'll, you'll show something that shows social proof. Tomorrow you'll show something that shows your credibility. The next day you'll show something that uh, shows your desirable, valuable offer and the problem that it solves. Um, then tomorrow you might show something about who you are um, and the type of people that you help. So it's about creating, um, you know, people say, I, I don't know what to put on Facebook. I, I've, I've got absolutely no idea. And I go, oh my gosh, there's so much. <laughs> but it's having, you know, when you sit down and you write all these things down, which is the process that I go through with my clients, you have heaps, heaps and heaps and heaps. And I put up a big whiteboard and I get them to write it all down. And I say, look at that whiteboard because you have something to say for each one of those points. Um, that, yeah, that's so helpful because I'm, it, it, it definitely solves the problem of like, well, if I create a page, I don't know what to do. That's kind of actually the situation I'm in right now. It's like, I have a page and I don't really post much. I do a lot on my profile, not as much on my page. Um, and my profile, I kind of, I try to limit it to one post a day, especially if it's about my business because it, you know, it's my personal profile. Um, but I, I've been in that situation. Like, I don't know what to put on my page, but you just gave me a list of what, like, 10 or 12 different things. <laughs> so I have no excuses now. And um, all of that's on my website as well. Like I did a training video the other day on it um, as well. So you'll be able to go on and, and find that on my website. Um, but what I wanted to say about the personal profile, there's many people in business that don't want to use their personal profile for business. Um, the, go the good news is, is that once I teach you how to safely use all the privacy settings, and a public profile, but still limit um, who sees what. Um, it's all in your settings. You just have to go to the settings, go to privacy settings, and you can control every single post who sees it. You can even put groups together on your personal profile. So you can have business groups, family groups. So if you go out on a hen's night or a ladies' night out and you get a bit raucous and you want to put photos up on Facebook on your personal profile, but you're worried it's going to you know, affect your reputation, you can go and post it on Facebook and only show those people. So people are just unfamiliar with the actual settings. So they go, oh, I don't want to do it. But the reality is, is people want to do business with people. So this is why personal profiles do work so well. So when someone comes to me and says, I don't really want to use my personal profile, I'm going, well, let me show you all the safety settings first and privacy settings. Let me help you get familiar with all of them first so you really know how to use them. And then you can make that decision. Um, and I ma managed to twist a few arms because um, even... Um, 
Richard Branson, I was listening to a podcast from him last week, and he was saying that when he started Virgin Active, he didn't want to have his personal profile public. And what he realized that if he didn't, it was going to seriously jeopardize his business. So um, I was like, yep. (laughs) (laughs) It's absolutely true. I learned that lesson a long time ago in my other businesses. And I've definitely come across people that are very, very hesitant and definitely don't want to do it. And I'm like, well, it's going to hurt you or it's going to take you a whole lot longer to reach your goals if you don't do it. (laughs) I mean, it's just kind of, if you want to do business online, you have to be willing to put yourself out there online, not just your business. Cause you're right. You said people want to do business with people and that's absolutely true. Yeah. And, um, you know, like you said, uh, well, like I said earlier, people do have, you know, there are different personalities. I understand not everybody's going to be sort of loud and public like me. Um, But when I I give them the skills, so when we understand how they're going to use the platform that they feel comfortable in and have a strategy around it in their comfort zone and they understand the privacy settings, um, they generally feel a little bit more confident to use the platforms um, because they're in their flow. So it's not about getting people to do what they don't want to do, but rather work with what's comfortable to them. Um, so that they can actually make an impact. Do you have any, so you've been able to grow your business all organically on Facebook and that's through networking. So do you have any tips of like how to network on Facebook? Where do you go find the people that you meet? Well, the good news is they are on there. (laughs) Um, and you know it's like anything I always say to people it's like a community or if you actually went to a networking group in public there's going to be the networking sluts for a bit of a word and then there's going to be real authentic people there as well Um, the nice thing about Facebook is that you can go in and stalk people so you can go in you can have a look at their content you can have a look at the way that they do business and straight away you can trust your feelings and just use your common sense and your feelings to go well this is somebody i can either have a genuine connection with believe it or not when that happens i say to people you actually want to get them offline as quickly as possible you don't want to have relationships on facebook you want to straight away get them to a virtual coffee um, and actually get to meet them offline um, because that's where real relationships are made. So as I said, Facebook is only a vehicle, but it's still, you can't take out the business planning side of it. And you can't take the fact that at the end of the day, you do have to meet people offline as well. I love that. That's a, such an amazing tip. And um, I think a lot of people struggle with that and not knowing how to uh, get them from online to offline. Um I know for me, it works because my business requires that I have a meeting either like on Zoom um, or Skype or whatever. So for me, it's easy to do that. Um, and so is that what you recommend for all your clients is just to get like, say, let's say that their business doesn't require them to have a call first. Like maybe they're just selling something online. What, what do you recommend for that? Sure. Well, it comes down to the price. Okay. Because if, you, if you're working with a coach, there's many people that, um, you know, will be selling a $1,000 uh, $1, coaching program. I'm going to have to see your content online multiple times. I'm going to have to see, I'm going to have to see all those other boxes ticked, social proof, credibility, point of difference, unique selling point, solve my problem. I'm going to have to see all those things. And I still think I'm not just going to give you $1,000. I think I'm still probably going to want to have a conversation with you or at least a two-way. 
okay, of some sort, whether or not it's email or in Facebook Messenger. Many people say to me, no, they don't want that. They just want somebody to pay the money. Um, I work with a business coach um, and she charges $10,000 for her program. And she's like, no, I just want them to click the button and pay $10,000. And I'm like, well, you're not Gary Vee. <laughs> and, uh, you're not Russell Brunson. So, <laughs> you know, we yeah, have- they already have those boxes ticked out there in the world, their credibility <laughs> and social proof. <laughs> yeah, so hundred percent. So I, I really say to people, look, uh, it depends on the price point. If it's a small price point, and you are ticking all those boxes online, chances are people will just buy something, okay? That, and, and you have a good sort of automated online sales system, people, are, people will buy, that's okay. But I find that generally people are gonna to want to see, especially if it's coaching or if it's one-on-one or if it's service-based, they wanna have a conversation with you. So whether or not that's just on the phone or you book a Zoom session in, um, you know, I do a 15-minute discovery call that always goes for much longer. Um, but generally, once I speak to people and I just say hi and I show an interest in what it is that they do, um, they go, yeah, no worries. They're happy to work with you. Um, and I think that although there's social media and there's so much connection online, people are still very much wanting real relationships offline. Um, and people are still missing that. So um, for now, I'm going to say I still believe that having that call is important for higher priced service-based things, for product-based or low-priced items, potentially not. You just have to make sure that your sales funnel is good and that you've ticked all those, those boxes. Perfect, I love that. Um, so let's. I wanna know what you are working towards right now. You Before we started the actual interview, you mentioned a few things that you're working on and I just wanted you to, to tell that to everybody. Yeah, no worries. Well, um, you know, one of, with my story being that, um, you know, I moved to the country. My husband had been made redundant twice when we moved here as well. So um, my little business had to become very strong to support all of us. And um, so I've been there. I've been in tears. I've been crying and I don't know what to do with my business. And then invested in myself and taught myself Facebook to be able to grow my business. Now I'm passionate about helping business owners. The thing is, is that as I become more busier and as I travel more and speak more and uh, more out there, my price point's gone up slightly, which means I don't want to eradicate the other guys. I'm very passionate about sort of startups and that first year of business. Um, although I'm working more sort of in established businesses now. So what I'm doing is I'm putting together an online course at the moment, which is going to help people so they can go on and it'll be self-paced. There are lots of videos and it will take them through the whole process of setting up their Facebook so that they feel comfortable using it, going through all those steps that we spoke about earlier, creating then a desirable, valuable offer, um, coming up with a funnel of how to do things. Um, and yeah, so we're busy putting together that, that online course at the moment, which is really cool. You know, how to use Facebook lives. Um, then we are going to add a module on Facebook advertising because I believe my whole thing is about empowering business owners to manage their own social media. Um, so if they're going to do Facebook advertising, I'd rather give them some, some skills with regards to that. So, and there is a place for that, but it's much, it's, it's only after your business is actually established online. Um, and people jump to the ads before they get all that done. And that's why it doesn't work. Um, so yeah, so busy working on the online course at the moment. I'm also working on a book at the moment, which I hope to have done by November, which again is going to be helping business owners with no marketing budget. So what can businesses with no marketing budget do um, 
to actually get it to help them grow their business and generate actual paying clients, not just leads. So busy working on that at the moment um, and going on holiday soon with my partner to South Africa, which is really cool. That's amazing. I love that. And obviously they can find you on Facebook. Are you on any other social media platforms where they can follow you? Yeah, look, I'm on, I'm on Instagram um, as well. Uh, if you go on there and look at my story, I've already posted for us now. So Instagram, I'm on LinkedIn, obviously. I'm on Twitter. Um, I am across all of them. However, I do focus on, on my primary platform, which is Facebook. So most of my good stuff is on there. So I give um, up to training on algorithm or anything else that seems to be topical at the moment. I'll go in and answer those questions. Whatever I notice my, my clients are struggling with, I generally go and share those tips on the page to help anybody else who's going through the same thing. Because um, I do believe you should focus on that one platform, get it right and get it generating actual income, not just fans. Good. All right, everyone go follow Chantel on Facebook, go to her website. I'm going to go check out all of your free training because you've got some good stuff. <laughs> and um, any final thoughts, Chantel? Um, no, I just, I really want business owners just to believe in themselves. So I think that, um, you know, what you're doing, Susan's absolutely amazing that you're going on and you're getting all these experts in, um, and you're basically putting all the stuff in front of them, you know, but they say you can't lead a horse to water. So I'm hoping that um, everybody just jumps on board um, and takes advantage of all the free stuff that is out there um, and go and absorb yourself with all this beautiful knowledge and expertise um, and get inspired to like be the best in your business that you can be. Perfect. There's and also after you listen to this episode, go check out all the other ones because just like this one, there's actionable tips that will help you in your business. So go check those out immediately after listening to this and also go to chantelgirardi.com.au. <laughs> awesome, Chantel. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Amplify Your Impact. If you're loving what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review to help others like you discover the show. And have you ever wondered what the secret to a successful funnel is? Are you sick and tired of trying funnels and getting nowhere? Jump on a free 15-minute call with me and I'll give you my number one secret to creating a profitable funnel that converts. Just visit susanleonardson.com forward slash discover and book that call with me.